Welcome to Cage Minds. I'm Micah Frankel. Today we got a special edition interview coming at you. We don't all the time talk about the amateur boxing scene, but we're going to do so right now with a longtime friend, first time interviewee, Catherine Lindemuth. How you doing, ma'am? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. I, I guess we'll have to start with, we know each other. Uh, mm -hmm. I used to do TV with your husband. Miss mm -hmm. him dearly. Yeah. We saw you ringside with us there doing media, and you're there watching boxing for so long. Did you ever dream that you wanted to get in there and throw blows? You know, I did. Um, I used to talk to James about it a lot. Um, I would tell him, oh, I want to get in there. And he goes, I'll announce for you, but I won't watch you. Um and I, I mean, I'd always say something. He's like, I could see you in there, but I can't watch you. Um, I always thought, you know, I, I did this when I was like 15 and maybe get back into it. Something different. I really like it. And I ended up doing something with it. And real quick to give everybody some background. You have a big athletic background. I've seen you were a dancer, among other things. Run it down for us. So um, when I was in, like, it starts back, I guess, in middle school, I ran like cross country as an eighth grader on varsity for my high school team. I ran that for like four years. And um, my senior year, I ended up doing cheerleading, found something I really liked, like I loved running. I still absolutely love running. Um, drove my cheerleading team nuts because I just want to run all the time, but um, found a love. Ended up coaching for 14 years, um, varsity, between either varsity to razzle-dazzle, started a couple uh, high school programs as a cheerleading coach, and I still really love it, kind of, and, you know, was married, had my son, and kind of broke away for a little bit, decided a little break, and um, honestly, the year that my husband passed away, I... Um, I had finished dancing as a gladiator for the Duke City Gladiators, and I decided to start boxing, and I was already in the gym before he had passed away, and I think it was right after that that I really just started getting serious. Um, it took a couple months of, you know, the in initial, you know, we were all pretty sad, and it was a rough time, but getting right into it, and this is where I've been ever since. I've I absolutely like my husband and I love sports um, going to the to the bowl games and shouting at the TV laughing at him pacing with his 49ers like <laughs> I mean just love sports deep love and um, just respect for competition in general and just being able to do you know be ringside with him as an announcer and now like being able to be that boxer in the ring you know kind of brings back some sentimental <laughs> memories so as soon as you started training you already had thoughts of I'm gonna compete one day yeah I had told my coach my like, gosh I really want to get in there right after I started training I started asking to spar because we get to do a little sparring here and there and it was kind of a little crazy with COVID and what the with the restrictions and I really like set my mind about six months in I was like I'm gonna I'm gonna start fighting like I I really think I can start fighting and at that point I was 
141 pounds. And within the two months that I had decided to start competing, I had dropped to 118 and like signed up through USA Amateur and, you know, was already seeking bouts and matches, which is a really rough time right at the end of 2020 was still kind of rough. And now I'm, you know, matching up at 106, 108, you know, working hard and, you know, fighting my fights. Like I really decided I, I needed to be in that ring. I absolutely love being in there. It's a feeling like no other. I love it. How many are we talking so far? How many fights have you had? So I had signed up 20, like within the fall of 2020. And I, my first match was regionals for Golden Gloves. Because if you don't have anybody at your bout weight, they just go ahead and move you forward in state for Golden Gloves because they need to have those um, bouts to get to nationals to do well as a team. So my first fight was in regionals and I TKO'd um the number nine um national ranked uh fighter in regionals to um advance to nationals that was my first fight so so exciting I great feeling nationals was pretty overwhelming I loved it it just it just throws you back because of the talent that you are surrounded by it's amazing and um after that I've had a a couple of fights I had um one at Seagalas um a month back and then I fought um two other fights in Arizona and I came home with a belt from uh the Gene Lewis invitational in Arizona. So I okay. came home with the championship belt. Hit the ground running is an understatement. Yeah, yeah I'm I'm determined. Um I think I've always been that way. Dry it could have drove my husband nuts. Just when I'm focused on something, my goal is set and I do not know how to take no or I don't take a loss. Like losses aren't losses to me only if you quit. And I'm definitely not somebody that quits. Now talk to me about the style when you get in there. I'm pretty aggressive. I have, you know, I feel in amateur, I'm learning a lot. I I have skill, but I'm still learning how to kind of refine that. I have a lot of aggression. So I will come out pretty hard at the beginning, learning how to pull that back, um, really like honing in my skill, finding my holes, picking my shots. It's amazing watching video from when I first started sparring to where I'm at now. But my, my first initial is like, I'm going to go get you. Like, if you didn't know pressure, you do know it now. <laughs> that's kind of my, he's noticed that's just my style. My coach just really knows. He's like, you got to go at him, you know, and get in their face right away. I feel like it's maybe because I'm small. Like, I, I'm, I'm a little shorter than everybody. So I've got to show them who I, <laughs> who I am just right away. <laughs> it's been a lot of fights. It's been almost an accelerated learning pace and competitive mm-hmm attack and you sound motivated for all of it mm-hmm. ha- has there been a point though where has it been a lot coming at you or overwhelming in in the sense of what you're learning and trying to pick up these techniques to combat with these girls that have probably some of them been at it a little bit longer than you yeah 
you know what, that, that definitely, I can, I can totally say that there are moments I feel, and I think as anybody feels that you feel inadequate, you're like, am I doing a good job? Am I learning these skills fast enough? And, you know, it's, it's a big learning curve for me, knowing that I can't just learn everything all at once. I'm not going to be good at everything just immediately. It takes a lot of work, hard work, repetition, focus, um, training your body to think differently is a main one. And there are times I feel like, wow, this is a lot. Like, I wonder if I'm doing well. And, and that's when your team, um, the people you surround yourself with, um, could be your kids, your family, anybody in the gym that sees you, they, it's just like that, that family, um, feeling that like will lift you up in that moment because everybody can feel it. So if they think, or they feel that, that overwhelmed feeling from you or anyone else, they're like, Hey, good job. You know, great punch or, you know, you're looking good. Don't, you know, we're always constantly cheering each other on in the gym, like keep going, don't quit 30 seconds, burn it. Like, it's, it's so like, it's like a team, like I've been on basketball teams and cheer teams and like a lot of teams where you cheer each other on. It's just a gym of people that is your team. Like that's, that's your, that's your cheering squad, your backing right there. And I can't lie. I felt very overwhelmed when I, I lost at Seagala's um, about a month ago. I, I felt like I did really well. I thought maybe it was more just the scorecards in her favor. I, I thought, you know, a lot of people thought I did mightily well. And I wondered, well, what could I have done better? And I'm constantly analyzing that. And it can be overwhelming if you analyze too much. But to know, okay, it's just one step in front of the other, learning each skill, um, practicing it, and just saying, I did that then. I've got to change it and move on and do something different now. Cause if that didn't work, I've got to move something different here. And I'm new to it. Like my skills are getting better every day. I have to continue to move up because I'm not going down. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to go backwards. I got to go forwards. But I know for me as a new fighter, I have a lot to learn and I don't mind learning that in the ring <laughs> as I go. The gym that you're coming out of, you've mentioned coach a couple times as coach Anthony mm -hmm. Rosales, Rosales, Kajakimbo, mm -hmm. and Karate. Mm -hmm. We've seen him produce countless female amateurs, not to mention Katie Ramirez and Brandy Montoya on the professional side. Uh, what has it been mm -hmm. like working with coach? And it seems like he has a real knack for honing in on with the female fighters. He just, I feel like he has that he has that eye to see, well, I can see what you're doing. Let's fix that. And he's very motivating, but he needs you to believe in yourself first. I think, I feel like that is honestly the biggest thing is if you don't believe you can do it, it's hard for someone else to believe for you. So when he feels that, that momentum is just, it's really like, it really pushes you because I mean, as a coach and I've coached, if that person doesn't want to do well, or they're not sure about it, it's hard to make them rise to that occasion. Um, he has a lot of skill and technique that we practice in the gym. I mean, he's been doing it for so long. He's, he was a fight, you know, he was fighter. He, he's announced, he's been a coach. It's just his knowledge. He really does like seep it over to everyone, not just his fighters. 
he may be producing, I feel like he's produced a lot of good youth fighters, not even just female fighters. We have a lot of good youth in our gym that are upcoming. They're starting to sign up for USA boxing and in lower levels and just what he's like overflowing onto them. And it just seeps onto the rest of the gym. Even if somebody's not competing, it's, it's just like a wealth of knowledge. He just is really like spreading to everyone. It's, it's wonderful to have a coach with that much passion for what he does. And he doesn't do it. You know, this isn't a coach that does things for money. He does it because he likes it. He does it because he believes in, in what the sport stands for, what his gym can, can transform youth and turn lives around. I mean, there's testimonies in our gym. So it's nice working with someone that really has passion for it. It isn't for the name or, you know, yes, we all want to win, but, it's it's what it stands for. And we got another fight for you coming up right away this weekend. The Fit NHB Martial Arts Complex, guys. They've been hosting amateur MMA fights. We've got USA Boxing. It's definitely the place to be watching combat sports, at least for the last year it has been. So tell us about the upcoming fight. So the next um, fight for me is, uh, I believe it's Duke City Fight Fest. Um, kind of quite hone on the exact name but it is this Saturday I weigh in bright and early in the morning um I'm going for a WBC title belt I believe um is what I was informed of it's it's a title belt I am actually rematching against um the female I fought um at Seagullis so it is a rematch and we both did get to go to Arizona. So it's, I honestly feel like this is an honest to goodness, real rematch for a title belt. Like it doesn't feel like, oh, it's just putting two fighters together. We'll just make a match. It really feels like it's going to be a great, like, I don't know. We're going to bring a lot of competitiveness out. I, I feel like you can come in and just watch a fight and be like, oh, that was nice. Or you can really get your crowd going. I think that's, we, we were able to do that at Seagullas and we weren't even, we weren't even title matched. So I, I think it's going to be a great, like, a, I don't know, a great match. I'm excited. Like I have a lot of respect for her as a fighter. We did go to nationals together in Tulsa. So I'm really excited about it. Now I know this will be up to your coach, but I got the feeling already your expectations are to eventually to do this professionally. Yes. So, I mean, Whenever that time comes that we step into a professional ring, I've already been um, training um, to be able to do this professionally. And um, we're reaching out for fight camps as well as, you know, sparring MMA fighters and um, doing some, you know, some different things to kind of get that rounded feeling because pro is different a different game I definitely believe I have what it takes for it there's a hunger you have to have for pro um it goes beyond just you know biting points it it's really like getting in there to win like you there's there's that mentality you have to bring forth and I think I got that so I don't even think I know I have it I just I have to have that confidence in myself um just the determination not quitting aggression that I have I think it'll fit right in like transitioning into pro and it's whenever we feel like it's the right time it's hard to get a lot of matches as an amateur fighter at my weight my age um 
it's a little more difficult, especially with COVID. If we're going to fight, it's probably out of state. Um, it's been a blessing to have two fights in two months in one state and then be able to travel out of state and be able to get two other fights in a tournament. Um, I, it's just harder for female fighters to get those bouts nowadays. Um, I don't know if it's them, you know, people not wanting to come out a little more nervous about it. It's just always yeah. hard to get fights in the women's side. It's few and far between. Wanted to ask you about the example you're setting, the role model you're being for your children. So I have three boys and I mean, as a family, we've been through quite a bit. I mean, got one right there. It's popping his head in. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. Over there. Um, he's, you know, he's watch they all watch me while I while I work. They know I work really hard. Um, I really want them to understand that good things come to those who work hard. I'm always been that coach that I feel that heart will always overplay skill. That if your heart is into it and your passion, um, I mean, you can't be just completely terrible, but <laughs> your passion, your heart for something is always going to overshadow somebody who just has skill that just goes in there to do a thing. And I want them to have passion for something. And when they do, I don't want them to feel that there's any, um, that there's really um, any, I guess, restriction to that, that when you have passion for it, that the restriction isn't there. I know that they've faced a lot of letdowns and things being taken away from them. And um, I just know that when you work hard at something, you can't, there's not a lot you can take from that. Like you can't take away your, your will to do something and your passion to do something. So I, I just keep instilling that in them. Um, whether they take it and go with it. I have a football player, a basketball player, hopefully a, a future boxer back here. He, he really, he's really coming into it. He started training. Um, he's off and on trained with me. Um, I do karate too. So I'm actually a blue belt and hopefully, you know, this guy, he'll be a future, future boxer. Cause he's, he's seeing me work and at seven to see me work so hard, um, I think it's just going to motivate him more to, to just do that further in sports. And I mean, there's only so much I can ask of them and, and they're always in everything I do. So, I mean, regardless of me <laughs> doing anything, they're always, they're always right there watching. Like they're important to me, just like everything else I do. So. And then last thing I wanted to ask you about is the bright red hair an intimidation technique. I, I don't know. Like I'm, I've always had like really vibrant hair and um, I think it was, I, I mean, I've had braids and with, when James was alive, I had braids and then I just decided to shave most of my hair off and add in color and it's been blue, red, pink, rainbow. Um, I, I love the fact I can express and have fun. Um, I am trying to tame it to do something a little bit different. I do feel like it's intimidating, but I can tell you right now, the most intimidating thing about me is that I have tattoos. Um, I've had girls take like one look at me and they're like, the, the look on their face is like, oh no. And I'm like, oh, but I'm, you don't know me. 
like, I don't know. it's, you know, I had a coach come up to me and say, you know, I'm pretty sure that that was the, that was the beginning of the beginning of the fight was when they just saw you. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I love it. I, I'm going to have to let go of the, the extensions when it comes to, to professional fighting. So we're working on, um, growing it out to just do the more cornrows, but I think it's here to stay. I, I, my kids are begging me to grow out my long hair and I'm like, no, I like it. <laughs> I like vibrant colors. I was actually, I'm going, I'm testing for my green belt and, uh, I was going to do bright green hair and I decided to wait and I'm going to do green and red for Christmas. I mean, gotta do something fun. Tattoos, a red mohawk, any feeling that you're kind of putting off that Mad Max vibe when we also know you as the sweet mom. (laughs) Sweet mom, not, don't mess with me though. (laughs) Maybe that's, that might be a little bit there. (laughs) It's great getting to talk to you, Catherine. Great getting to go through and chat somewhat about this boxing journey you're on. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor honored to be interviewed by you I know uh my husband had a lot of like you know we all had a lot of respect for um you know everything that you're doing I was so excited to see you um this last weekend it was such good fights I was very pleased um I mean it's been a, a while since I had actually sat ringside um I think it's probably Buffalo Thunder <laughs> that I sat ringside with my husband uh, announcing for stuff like that. So it was it's pretty pretty wild. I, I mean, and we watched boxing, and this is more of the cage match. It was awesome. So, Oh, yeah, no, those awesome amateurs, it was rowdy. It was an incredible night of fights. Like, my, my kids had a blast because I brought my kids, and they, wow, they had a blast, and they definitely liked um, the broken nose and um, – the the flying knee <laughs> it was awesome so just pleasure to be here <laughs> thank you again